This is the official Caps Church Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I am here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. What's going on, folks? So we've got a great episode for you today. We're having the Pizzas Here podcast on as guests. Um, yeah, I think it should be a good one. This is a nice Thursday episode instead of doing our normal segments where we just yell into the into the fucking air. Uh, we'll just do this. So let's just get right into it and pop some tabs. What do you think, Polly? Let's do it. One, two, three. All right, boys. Well, first of all, thanks for coming on. We've got Eric, Jake, and Joey here from Pizzas Here Podcast. Uh, how you boys doing? Doing Fantastic. <laughs> so we have three of you, which is awesome. And there is a fourth. Is that correct? Yes. yes. His name is Will. He's William. not here. Okay. He's busy. Will, Will is on a date right now, so quick yeah, shout out to so, him. Yeah, Happy Will, we him. hope it's going he's catch, well. He's catching dubs right now. So. Yeah, he's catching. <laughs> yeah, Will, uh, when you're watching this later, uh, better get back to us and let us know how it went. Please. Yeah, well, I guess that was more important than being on the Caps Chirp podcast. We won't take it fucking personally, but he better he better, he better, better have a good time. Let's just keep it at that. Um, and the grind doesn't stop. Right, exactly. The grind doesn't stop. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, so... So I guess we can just kind of like go around the room here and like do play a little bit of the name game, and then we'll get into the podcast itself. But uh, we'll start with you, Eric, man. So uh, at TJ Bloshi, Caps fans, you may know him from Twitter. Uh, how's how are things? Like, tell tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm good. Um, as we all know, I am the founder of the Beat This Year podcast. I take great pride in that. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I am, but, you know, it's a, it's a four-man team. It takes all of us. But, uh, you know, we started uh, we started our podcast sometime around April last last season, 2021. Yeah, for last hockey season, uh, I had just gotten COVID and was in a quarantine room, bored out of my mind. And as a joke on Twitter, I posted asking if anybody wanted to start a podcast, again, as a joke. And uh, my good boys, Joey, Jake, and Will all – all commented, keep in mind I knew none of them before this, but they all commented and uh, sent each of them a DM, and here we are. So, uh, so this was fun. This has been straight up like <clears throat> this was you, you basically did the equivalent of like Bumble or Tinder for podcasts <laughs> on, on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and got much. hooked up with these guys. Pretty much, yeah. And, yeah. uh, a really cool part about it is uh, all of us live relatively close to to each other, and you know, I mean, we're all Cavs fans, so I mean, it makes sense. But yeah, uh, three of us are from Montgomery County, Maryland, and then Joey's from Nova, so it's cool that we you know we're all like within shouting distance of each other. But uh, yeah, it was it was random, and uh, it was just a shot in the dark asking if anybody wanted to. I didn't expect anybody to actually want to start a podcast, but here we are. Well, fucking a boys. I mean, shout out seven hundred three. Let's go Nova. Um, that's where I'm <laughs> Hell from yeah. too. Hell yeah! Uh, you know, no, no offense, but fuck Maryland. You know, and that weird fucking flag. <laughs> hey, hey, technically, fuck, I, technically my family's from Maryland, so I'm like basically got both. I'm like, I'm like basically the Romeo of uh, Virginia because I basically have a foot in both doors. <laughs> Dude said yeah, Romeo of Virginia. Bro, I, I was going somewhere. With that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucked it up. I bet that's that's, that's awesome. 
Um, all right. Well, well, Jake, why don't, why don't we, uh, go with you next, man? You know, tell us about yourself. Uh, yeah. I mean, right now I'm at WVU. I'm not that far from, uh, EA right now, actually, because he's a Frostburg. It's like, like, yeah, yeah. different. So that's still pretty cool. Like he said, we're both from uh, Montgomery County and we went to relatively close high schools from each other. Um, and well, I didn't know who he was, but we have actually, turns out we had like mutual friends too. But after we started talking to do this podcast and like, like he said, we just, he just put it out on Twitter one day. I'm like, sure. <laughs> Not knowing Sweet. where it would go, but it was, uh, it was pretty cool to, you know, I'm good friends with all these guys and I've been loving, we've got, we've had some pretty cool guests even for just start like a relatively new podcast. Yeah. So it's just, it's been, it's been good, man. But I'm, yeah, I'm here. It's great. It's been great. I love we're it. We're happy to be making new friends in the podcast. Yeah. We're, we're happy to awesome. have met you talk, guys and you know, expand and our horizons. The love and hate relationship we have with the Caps. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Most most NHL wins in the last five years, but yeah. we hate our teams. Yeah, but we hate our teams. So. <laughs> exactly. right. That's the funny it's, thing. It's never good enough. It's never good enough, is it, boys? So, uh, all right, we'll close this out here, Joey, head. man. Go, go for it. Uh, all right. Well, uh, unlike these two, I've been on hockey Twitter for a long, long, long time. I've been on here since 2015. Uh, I back then I didn't really like give give much care to it, but um, recently, uh, this is I, I don't think I should be saying this, but this is my third account I've had to make on Twitter. I've been suspended twice, <laughs> and both times it was why. for like the dumbest thing ever. Um, but you know, obviously EA, uh, one day just put it, uh, out like this tweet saying you want to do a podcast. I don't know if we followed each other at the time or not, but I saw Will responded to it and I was like, you know what? Why not? Couldn't hurt. And yeah, it's turned into something pretty awesome. I, uh, I currently go to Nova Community College. I go to one of the campuses up in Nova. Right. Um, finishing a degree up there. I work a job too. And I'm just, you know, I'm just thrilled to be doing this. Um, I do, I do the most of the recording and stuff. I think we haven't had anybody else recording yet, but I just offered to do the most recording for the podcast and posting. Um, EA does all the flashy stuff. He puts all the titles and descriptions and pictures and stuff. Cause I am not adept touch with, uh, words. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, otherwise I'm just, it's just been really cool. I've got to meet, uh, Eric and, uh, Will in person went to Tyson's. Was it Tyson Mall? Yeah. And we like, I wore That's a Nathan that was the that was the most interesting day ever. We just had like the like we just stayed at Tyson's and vibed out. It's been so cool and so awesome. And I was trying to get Joey to talk to girls at the mall. No, you were trying to get Will to talk to girls. You were trying to get Will to talk to girls. It was both of you. <laughs> you were being like you were being like you I were was like trying, trying to, to shove us into them. It wasn't really successful. Weird, but like hopefully I can meet Jake pretty soon at some point. Hopefully next yeah. few years and stuff. Few weeks. We haven't had a we haven't had a full. We haven't had a full PHP meetup We're yet. We're going to try we to have it. Cash game we have it. Most of the got was the three of us yeah. at the mall. Jake wasn't able to make it. I've, 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 I've been to a Cavs game. Yeah, we've met up twice or one. Are we, been, we went to... Twice. We went to Cafe <laughs> Rio once and we went to... <laughs> and I went to your game the one you time. That's probably real without me. Okay. Game. We already nice. went over this, Joey. That was a vibe. <laughs> Good yeah, stuff. How did well, you guys meet each other? We played hockey in college together. Um, so nice. we both live in, in, in Wheeling right now and wow, we play, it's been, we play Wheeling. what's that? I play Wheeling and lacrosse. Oh yeah. Wheeling, West Virginia. Yeah. Is it, uh, are you talking about a high school or college? No, for, uh, for college lacrosse. Wheeling University then. Yeah. They got a pretty good program. Um, 
you know, a few people played for him. Yeah, I mean, we... 12th in the country. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, so that's what, D2, right? D2. Um, yeah. Yeah, we played lacrosse in college, too, D2 club. Uh, but, nice. you know, obviously that was just fucking around. Um, yeah. So... I have my high school bucket over there in the corner. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. So, lax bros and, and hockey. I like it. Um, Jake played baseball. I played baseball. baseball. Okay, baseball. Well, we'll give him a pass. Yeah. I, didn't I played across one time. <laughs> team for one season, and we went 16-0. and 0, So, technically, I did play across. You're better back. than I am, man. <laughs> yeah. but, I was uh, one and done. <laughs> We, uh, I feel like everybody in the, in, uh, in that area, in the DMV has to try lacrosse at least once, right? I feel oh, like yeah. everybody's oh, yeah. kind of, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, Polly and I, uh, met in college and, you know, the, this hockey scene's kind of small, I guess, you know, it's just a, anywhere you go, like hockey, hockey scene's always like, if you play is you kind of know, get to know people pretty quickly yeah. and it's a small community. So, uh, through that and then, uh, yeah, college hockey and then the rest was, was written. You know, for you uh, Frostburg boys, I actually – what school did you guys go to? I went to Paint Branch. No, I went to, for high I school? Went, yeah. School. Yeah, I went to yeah, Gaithersburg. Yeah, I went to Paint Branch. I went to Gaithersburg. I went to Patriot. I'm nowhere near them. <laughs> uh, when I was in high school, we actually went out to Frostburg and uh, played football once. I can't uh, nice. remember what the name of the high school was. But it was 09, so you guys were just little tykes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So, like, so tell us about this podcast that you've started. Obviously, you, so we've got down that you created it off of uh, basically Twitter Bumble of podcasts, <laughs> figuring out, exactly. you know, just kind of putting it, it out there. And then, uh, and now you're just, you're into it. I mean, what, what do you guys cover? Like, what, what's your, what's your thing? Um, mostly the Cavs, obviously, you know, we're all Cavs fans, so that's our main focal point. That's, uh, that's where our name originates from, for those that don't know, uh, the old Papa John's commercials where Ovechkin would, you know, say in his Russian voice that, uh, his dream was never to be a hockey player, but to be a pizza <laughs> delivery man. And, uh, you know, he would kick people's doors down and yell pizzas here. Right. So, uh. I'm not sure which one of us came up with that name idea, but that's where we like we went around for maybe about a day trying to figure well, out a name. There was some other, some other good name. And one of the names was was Metro Center Podcast. There was, there was one. It was like whatever the street name the Capital One is on. <laughs> yeah, it was we, like, street, like I don't even Metro know, Street. We thought someone someone came up with that name idea and we all liked it. And there was one that I like our, laughed at for way too long. Yeah, we want to make it that. Our buddy Dave on Twitter. It was funny because um. Ben Little, if you guys know him from Turban DMV, he uh, he had made our original logo, and you know it was nice, obviously. So we used it, and then it was it was a couple episodes in. Dave sent me a DM on Twitter, and uh, he had just he he does graphic design. He he's really talented, and uh, he sent a, he sent me this logo, and he's like, hey, uh, you know, I was just listening to your last episode, just you know, doodling around, and uh, you know, I made this and I came up with it, and uh, you know, feel free to use it. You know, you're more than welcome to. And uh, I didn't even need to send it to the rest of the guys. I, I already updated the profile picture before they even woke up. Was it was like, a good logo. It was really good. I was so like, this like, shit is sick. There was no um, way we were saying know, no. It was way so too I, Yeah. So I I uploaded that and, you know, we had to. It just was so nice. I have a flag in my, my dorm here with the logo. Nice. Yeah, nice. Real nice. Yeah. But, yeah, but he, he sent me that and uh, 
it was a beauty. So of course, we used it. Yeah. So um, if you can see the the little caps logo is embedded in the pepperoni. So yeah, yeah, know, I did I, notice I that. that. It's, that it's really good cool. shit. <clears throat> yeah. Awesome. Well, we you know, sp- speaking of pizza and and hunger, I got to do my uh, draft DraftKings ad read. So. NFL fans hungry for a big win this week. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available yet in your state, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cast prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in in free bets if they win. You win with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So, uh, so yeah, boys, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Hey, we you want to win uh, money? Uh, winner, winner. Bet on the... I, I had to make the ad a little more flashy at the end. There. Yeah. <laughs> Put your money on the AFC the West leading Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders. So this motherfucker, he likes the Raiders. I don't know about you guys. I mean, I don't really? know if you're the Raiders. Oh well, shit. I'm an Eagles fan. You guys just fucked us. <laughs> yeah, me yeah. and EA are uh, we're Ravens fans. So. We had a nice okay. day today. Yeah, it was very fun watching Cincinnati destroy us. What? Fun. <laughs> what made you become a Raiders fan? I ask. Well, uh, so Wheeling is an hour from Pittsburgh, and yeah. I got to give credit to my dad for being a Raider fan. He okay. He kind of grew up. Uh, he always liked to make people mad, so the Raiders <laughs> were the Steelers' rival in the seventies. Yeah. So he just cheered for them, and I inherited it and. Kind of the same reason I'm a Caps fan, like just hearing too much Penguin chatter. So when the Steelers and Penguins lose, it's a good day for me. You know know what? You know what, man? You didn't pick the Steelers, and for me and EA, we can definitely say (laughs) no. Me too. Me too. Very good choice. You know what? The Raiders—they beat us this year. You guys got lucky. Okay, (laughs) see you in January if you guys make it there. Um, What? Yeah, they beat us week one. Remember, it was the serious? overtime game. Monday yeah, night football. It was, it was like at, like everything happened. Like the final, like they, they threw an interception. Then oh, we shit, the ball. Right. That dude, your D lineman Crosby, he's fucking sick. He no, is. Crosby's I remember insane. that was like my biggest takeaway from that game. No, he's I don't insane. remember his. First, I think it was Max, and they yeah. called him Mad Max. He, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, but like we respect you not picking the Steelers very much. We appreciate that a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and I'm it's I'm like not changing that. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's like me being in, in Morgantown right now. It's like being in the DMV. It's all Cavs fans. Then coming here, it's only like an hour fifteen from Pittsburgh. So there's a bunch. There's a bunch of Penguins fans here. Oh, it's yeah. annoying, but you know, so they, 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 you know, there's the group of Cavs fans. Nice. So, yeah. so yeah. let's talk about the uh, the Washington Capitals, um, kind of as as we get along here. What? So what do you guys think of the Caps this year? I mean, I'll be honest. I'll preface this by I'm fucking surprised. I think they look good. <laughs> oh yeah, so am I. Yeah, we are too. If you uh, if you, That's I remember boy. when we did our like first episode like in preseason, and we were doing like predictions for the season ahead. 
I don't think any of us predicted us finishing higher than third in the division. I, I picked this. Oh, me and me and me and Joey both. We we had faith actually. We were like, <laughs> or me like, and Will at least. Did you not, and Will did not think we knew that well. No, to be fair, I didn't think Kuznetsov would transcend space and time and go back to the team. Sorry, still. I picked the Hurricanes. <laughs> yeah, I picked the Canes right. to win the division, and then I said that I thought the the Pens and the Islanders would finish above us. But now I don't know. Yeah. But like Joey just said. Um, you know, Kuznetsov has done what we all were hoping he would do and start to extremely bounce back from a, a shaky last season. So yeah. I, I said that I said multiple times over last year and the off season that the two biggest factors for us this year would be one, our goaltending and two, how well Kuznetsov does. And I think I speak for everybody that right now, both of those things have been going quite well. Um, you know, I don't know yeah. if it's a hot take, but I think Kuznetsov has been our best player so far this year. Um, I agree. I agree. I, I think you know, it's not even just like offensive talent. I mean, we all know he's had that forever. He, he can penalty he's, kill. He's been playing he well defensively. Like, if you like, in all of our past games, and like even a few of his goals, he had he had a shorthander yesterday. Yeah, I believe, and like just a lot of his chances that he's created have come off of like picking off passes or taking the puck off of somebody so yeah. and they're putting him on the fucking penalty kill now so yeah. I mean I, th- I think Kuznetsov has been playing out of his mind and I just yeah. hope that he keeps yeah. it up it's it's been really good um like like I, I think I said this in the last podcast episode I'm like so we're now in Kuznetsov's fourth coaching staff and Laviolette's the first one to be like hey let's just see what you do penalty killing buddy let's see what happens and all of a sudden it works like how did it take four coaching staff for someone to be like yo Kuznetsov you're center Go penalty kill for a little. Let's see what happens. And like yeah. it worked. And like this dude's a genius. But like, like it's crazy. Um, but like he, I don't think he aced. I think you may have said this, but I also think uh, Vanacek has played really well. Oh um, yeah, Gold, I yeah, think I think it's insane inside. how he he's a guy last year that wasn't even projected to be on. The, he was projected to be thrown into Hershey, but all of a sudden now he's our starter. He's outperformed every expectation. He won Calder votes. He's like a top ten goaltender uh, advanced stats wise. Um, shout out to Seattle, Blake from uh, he's like what? He's what, like third or second right he's now? He's seventh in the now because of yesterday, like, but he's still right really third. good. Yeah, like his like goals like saved versus like expected is like it's insane. Plus seven it's or something. Like I don't know like how like you'd say that as a stat, but like like the amount that he's like saved compared to like what would be like expected or you think would happen has been like insanely good. Mm-hmm. And uh, we haven't seen a lot of Sam Sonal. That's the only last. That's like the last piece I kind of want to see more of before I make a decision of what I've seen from basically everybody has been awesome. Like Favari has been incredible. Uh, Lapierre first games were really good. I think his stats they look too amazing, but he scored a goal. I mean, shit, if you score a goal in this league, you're not too terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, I don't know. There's <laughs> Jack Johnson has something to Listen, say about man, that. Hey now, hey now, we're not going <laughs> to slander Jack Johnson here. Day, man. Um, I broke the box twice, right twice a day. Um, the point is, Favari scored his first goal yesterday. I have been a huge Favari believer in my entire life. I fully believe that he might be in the Calder race, possibly. It won't be like, it'll be like what Vanacek did. Like, he'll probably yeah. pop up in like the middle of the season and be like, holy crap, this team's amazing. And like, the end of the season, he'll taper off, but he'll still be like top 10. Um, I like the defense. I think the defense is much improved, and I think the the wingers, including of course yours truly, the best statistical capital in the world, Anthony Mantha himself, <laughs> has been amazing. 
Um, he took over. Let's just uh, let's just get out of the way that John Carlson looked like shit yesterday. Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> let's just get that so out of the bad. way. I had to mention it at some point. <clears throat> the one goal. Well, what's the guy's name that had a hat trick on us Lindholm. yesterday? Yeah, Lindholm. Yeah, Lindholm made John Carlson look like a one hundred pound bitch yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> that that upset me. Like he yeah. might I mean, be getting bitched. Everybody the does that easily, man. It's it's not like we're right. gonna, I mean, he's still our number one guy, right? Like, he's got the pedigree and all that. You got to put him in. You know, just because he's that number one guy, of course, we're going to hold him to even higher expectations as you would anybody else. I think think him having his first bad game six games in isn't the worst thing in the world. Fair enough. Will said that he played like shit in one other game. I don't remember which one. It's awesome to see we're actually using our young talent. (laughs) We have no choice. We have no yeah, but uh, we hey, have no it worked. It's good hey. to see that we're doing it though. You yeah, could you could adjust as easily wanted for a while. Some forty-year-old scrub off of free agency. Like, and I, I saw it down. yesterday. I don't know who it was, but Ferrari is like built for the league. Like he oh, just yeah. looks like he built for the league. He's yeah. I, I that goal he had was not as a really nice goal too. And then um, Vitek's been playing like Joey said. Vitek's been playing very well. I mean, yesterday got shelled, but whatever. Right. You know, it's yeah, a matinee. But, I'm, I'm happy to grab yeah, a point out of a matinee. We all know we that the Caps can't play hockey before seven. Undefeated in regulation. Oh, right. hum, we haven't lost regulation in five games. <laughs> oh, boy. Right, right. So, well, then, I mean, it's, it's, we've all touched on, I think you, you touched on a lot of different things. I mean, Polly, I think I, I would agree that Kuznetsov's had a, a great start. We hope it keeps going. I know that you've oh, yeah. been a bit of a detractor because you're a big team guy. If there's not, you know, if he's not being a good for the team, you know, get him the fuck out of here. I mean, only Last, if, uh, you know, I mean, I wanted him to turn it around. Right. I just right. think this season was kind of like a make or break it for him, especially sure. at his this point Definitely. in his career. And I think he's the most influential player in the league without a letter on his jersey. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, he's, again, you like you said, I mean, he's either got to, like, step it up and show that he's not a piece of shit this season. Yeah. Or it's or you know the Caps aren't going to be able to fucking get him off their books. Yeah. Uh, you know the thing is, is that I think you know last season we were in agreement that we shouldn't trade Kuznetsov unless the return is amazing. I think anybody would would say that, right? But yeah. um, uh, we were looking at it, and you know there's real there was really nobody on free agency that we could have one afford or two would really be a comparable to his ceiling, right? I mean he's a uh, eight and change million a year forward. Like we're going to have to make that cap translate into points and goals. Right. So interesting stuff. I'm, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad he is having a great season. I, I, I've, you know, Twitter has been eerily quiet on the negativity for, for kids yeah. stuff there. But something that you guys all touched on is that now that we're seeing the, the kind of younger blood injected in this lineup, what is your thoughts about the longevity? Like, can the can the Caps keep this up? Because you know how we are, right? I mean, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna steamroll till the till the stretch, and then shit the bed, and then limp into the playoffs, <laughs> and then it's like, well, fuck, now we're here. So, what yeah. do you guys think? I think the biggest thing about our core that's always been a problem was like it's got an expiration date at some point. Like, some point, you know, I know it's sacrilegious to talk about, but at some <laughs> point, we're gonna go to a Capitals game. Ovechkin's not going to be there. Backstrom's not going to be there. Carlson's not going to be there. A lot of these – listen, it's going to happen, all right? The better prepared you are for it, the better 
future you will have. And that's the thing that a lot of teams sometimes don't prepare for, and a lot of times they don't have backup plans. Because take, for instance, like Pittsburgh. The reason they're probably playing so well right now is because their team, as much as they've made some really weird decisions in the past few years due to someone named Tom Wilson wrecking one of their players, um, <laughs> they still have a very good farm system, and they're ready to compete with players that they can bring up from Wilkes-Barre Scranton. I think the Capitals have done a great job the past few years I think kind of recognizing that, you know, this 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 is an amazing point in time for being a, a, a hockey fan. Seeing yeah. someone like Alex Ovechkin do what he does every day. But at some point it's going to end, and they need to be ready for that. And they've gotten guys who are going to be there past that. Guys like Wilson, Mantha, Favari, Lapierre, um, Alexiev, still in Hershey. They have other players in Hershey who are probably going to be part of this team in a couple of years or so. Um, Kuznetsov's not exactly young, but he's still going to be here for a long time. Oshie has been, been made known that he's a great player and part of this core. But the great news is that, you know, you, whenever we see these young guys, the only thing I've ever said is I'm impressed with them. Like, it's, I've never seen a young guy pulled up from Hershey and we put him in the lineup and it's like, well, he's from Hershey. Who gives a shit? But right. now it's like, you know, you're seeing Lapierre stepped in played two great games. McMichael's been, like, stewing in Hershey and looks amazing. He doesn't have the stats to prove it, like goals and assists, but the man is legitimately, like, one of our best centers and he's, like, 20. And um, Favari is finally going to get full. He's finally playing like a full season, and he looks incredible. Um, you know, the big thing about this is you want to keep melt, like you want to keep kind of integrating young pieces of the new core to the old core, and that's what a lot of teams. You know, you saw teams like Detroit do that for a while, and you saw teams like Chicago do that until Stan Bowman went off the deep end. Um, right. It's like it's really just kind of. It's impressive to see the Capitals kind of be one of the few teams in the league that's kind of like self-aware that like, you know, it's not going to last forever, but we can definitely be competitive past it. And we can definitely make a team that's going to compete for the cup. Like, you know, we can do that. We just have to be ready for that and be willing to make the moves that they have. Like, for instance, letting the young guys this year start the season with Backstrom being on the, I guess, IR. Is he on the IR? I think he's on the IR. Yeah. 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 But still, it's it's. I'm impressed. I think the cup window, I think this, I, I don't really see... I obviously see like an end to it with Ovechkin, but maybe there's more past that. Maybe there's like a, a bright end of the tunnel and we can really keep competing past that. Um, I mean, I don't want this team to be bad, but we want a cup with Ovechkin. And if he gets the Gretzky record, I could not care less what happens in 20 years yeah. on this team. Like, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've, we've all said that and agreed on that. You know, we could go in 82, but if Ovi's dropping 50 goals on the air, we don't, we don't really give a shit. Um, at least that's how I stand at this point. And Obviously, saying. it's nice to see the team do well, you know, like we are right now so far, I think. But Ovi getting goals is my top priority. But um, like you like you asked about longevity of this team, you know, especially with now integrating the younger guys, um, I, I definitely feel like this team could make a push for playoffs and, you know, possibly more from that, you know, I, like Joey said, I think it's good that we're finally integrating younger players and, you know, giving them the time to mature and improve as players all around, you know, with the big boys, you know, I love that as much as the next guy, but even with those younger guys that we're not using, you know, we still have this same, a good bit of the core that won a Stanley Cup. We still have our main guys like John Carlson, Ovechkin, Backstrom, etc. you know, and even without those guys that weren't on our Stanley Cup winning team, we've brought in guys from other teams who have cup experience and have deep playoff run experience. As much as we like the shit on Carl Haglin, I mean, he was on Pittsburgh when they were making cup runs, you know, and just other people around the lineup, you know, we, we have 
as much as we like to hate the fact that our team is old and brittle, we along with that comes the benefit of experience and wisdom and knowing how to preserve yourself throughout the season so that you can limp into the playoffs and go as far as you possibly can. So I, you know, the fact that we took a dump on the, the abs the other day is very good for me because me and many other people were predicting them to win the Stanley cup this year. And I mean, you know, they still definitely could. There's still a great chance of that. But the fact that we were able to do so well against them and then play well against other teams, like the two-time reigning champs we beat, or didn't beat, we lost in overtime to the, the Lightning. You know, just Ovechkin the, scored, we won. Even though we lost, <laughs> yeah, Ovechkin scored, so we won that game in my eyes. But, you know, like Jake said, we haven't lost in regulation yet, and we haven't been playing shit teams. We've been playing good teams with – all the firepower in the world, we all know that good and well how much firepower the Lightning have and the Avs have, even though they were without Landeskog. But the fact that our defense has been holding up so well against such high-powered offenses and the fact that we're putting up points on the board is a really good sign for me. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, yeah. um, I I love the new system. I, I think Laviolette has completely turned this team around, especially. I mean, if you watch a Caps game <clears> – <throat> At any given point, at any given camera angle, angle that's like in the middle towards the net, you're going to see five red jerseys or, you know, five caps players, yeah. which is good. There's nobody like out or, you know, fucking around Nobody's being irresponsible. Nobody's like sitting back, like waiting for everything to fall apart. Right. And I think, I think yeah. you can see yeah. a difference in that, like what you just touched on compared to like last year, even like, especially in like who we've been talking about a bunch, Kuznetsov, you know, Kuznetsov a lot of the time last year, if you saw him on defense or, in like a four check or a back check, he would he would just look lost a lot of the time. And like, you know, Kuznetsov was my first Caps jersey that wasn't Ovi. I'm the biggest Kuzi fan in the world. But you know, last year obviously I was disappointed beyond belief in him. But like I said, you know, he's cleaned up his act a lot and he's playing like the elite player that we all know he can be. Not to mention the effort side of it. You know, like a lot of the issue last year with him was. It just didn't look like he even wanted to be there. Like it looked like he wanted to be on the next plane out of Washington. Like, yeah. You know, like he's on the, he's on the fucking penalty kill right now. Like yeah. The fact that they're trusting him in that like shows that he's putting the effort there and he's actually giving a work rate off of the puck both offensively and defensively. No doubt, no doubt. Jake, you have anything to add yeah. to that? Yeah, yeah. Like we were saying before, I like we have to integrate where you know the veterans and the new guys, and I feel like. What's working, and I kind of said it earlier, is how we're giving the young guys a chance right now. And it's like, you know, McMichael, Ferravari, all those who've been playing pretty well, in my opinion, as well. As well as, like, we have two young goaltenders. I mean, obviously, we don't know what's going to happen with them. I don't know when, when, I don't know when their contracts are up, but we'll see what happens with them. And they have, I mean, Samsonov hasn't gotten really a chance, but Vitek's been playing well. LaPierre's been playing well, but also, like, Kuznetsov, who's still pretty young, and we want to cup with him, like, him having a bounce back here is going to help a, like with that as well because he's still pretty young. So Yeah, I mean, he should be in his prime uh, right now. Right now yeah, is like right where now. he should and be. Like, if, 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 he's playing this, uh, if he's playing like this now, yeah, I'm he's, excited he's to see what, yeah, I'm excited to see what he's going to bring next year and all that. You know, Oshie's only like a year younger than Ovechkin, but he looks like he can Oshie still play. Oshie is an old motherfucker. He looks like <laughs> he can still play. don't even realize that he's so good looking. Yeah. yeah he, he looks like <laughs> he can still play for... 
I need to know what moisturizer he's using. Yeah. I want, I want to but, look like that when I'm 30. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm. I'm pretty excited to see what we're going to bring in the next few years, especially with like other guys down in Hershey, like Joey said. So like, I'm. I'm going to be interested to see, but I'm. I'm kind of excited. Yeah. No, I am <laughs> I'm, too. I'm a I lot. Think, I'm I think ten times are. more optimistic about this season than I was two. Three yeah. Weeks ago. I'm, I, I have to say that. Yeah, and I mean, this will be, this is like, you know, the first, we're back, right? Like, this is the, the hockey starting at the proper time, 82 game season, playoffs, you know, good stuff. You know, Paulie and I have talked about the, how, how maybe against the, their best interest of the team, they're, the guys don't get called up. I mean, how many times have you seen a promising young forward get traded in, in free agency to bring someone who's a veteran in? I mean, it happens Bad every year. Philip Forsberg. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't. We don't talk about Philip Forsberg on this podcast. But you know, when <laughs> when he, when it comes down to like getting that free agent defenseman, usually like a promising young forward would go, um, or even a defenseman, someone young. The thing is, is that it's it's a double edged sword, right? Because all of, we have so many studs that you know they're not going to be sent down to Hershey. Like, I mean, you can really think. Three, like you're not going to send Ovechkin, you're not going to send Baxter, you're not going to send anybody in the top six, you're not going to send anybody in the top four. So that really leaves like a has Oshie line been, and hey, a has, half. has Ovechkin ever been to Hershey? Like ever? No, no, he's he was. Oh my god, he was straight. Oh my in the god, league. that's yeah. right. Wow. Yeah. Right, but you know, see, maybe for like one game. He scored in his game. first game. Oh my yeah. god, that's right. They they were never gonna. I mean, he was. Two the, everybody knew. Yeah. Two goals he was in his the first best game. player when he was drafted. He's still the best player on the team. So. Right. And so, you know, you look at that, and, and it's like I wonder – sometimes Paul and I talk about this a lot. Like, it, these guys just aren't going to get a chance just because that's how the that's how the organization's set up. You know, we just don't have room. And if you do get a chance, you're going to have to grind it out in a fourth-line or third-line role. And we've seen two young forwards, you know, fall victim to that with Burakovsky and Verona. So, you know – Stevenson also – yeah, Stevenson as well, who's first line center for Vegas in some in in some nights. So, you know, interesting stuff. Um, as far as it also I'll touch back on because Polly likes the Avs too, so that yeah. felt good. That that win felt good. But uh, we have them in the in the Cup final, um, and you know, I'm just on on the mindset on the West out there, like anybody but Vegas, like yeah. anybody, yeah. But Vegas. Yeah. anybody but Vegas. Fuck, um, I agree with that. I don't like Vegas. I don't like anything about Vegas. They're the most just like pretentious, spoiled ass franchise. Like I get it. They're they like it, it's not like the first year they were okay. I didn't mind it. I thought after that, but after the second year where they like basically cried foul when they played the Sharks, right? They were like, oh, we got screwed by the refs. I was like, let's see, the refs didn't choke a three to one lead. The refs didn't let them score four power play goals. The refs didn't completely gestate in overtime and let them score a goal on you. That's not right. the refs. Like, at some <laughs> yeah. point, like, you can say, if it's one goal, then you're like, okay, yeah, the refs fucked you up. But, like, right. this was, like, you guys systematically choking away a series <laughs> and saying the refs were the real domino that started all. It's just not true. Fair and enough. They, they, and then, of course, this past season, they get they get completely tactically spanked by a team that currently doesn't have – has only one win on the season in Montreal. Yeah. And, like – it's it's just 
I like, and I think the injuries, obviously, to Stone and Patch was it Patcheretti? Patcheretti are going to hurt them long term because they're both very good scoring forwards, and they generate a lot at offense. And I've seen them in the game since then. They just look like they're just not anywhere near what they were last season. They they were one point away from the Presidents Trophy last, or they were tied with the Presidents Trophy winners. I think they they were tied but lost due to head to head matchups. But like, they just look. They traded Flurry. They traded away. Um, Who's the other guy that traded away? I don't remember. But they really redid a lot of their forward core, and they really changed up the defense. I still don't think the Petrangelo contract's looking very good because he didn't have an ama- He had a good year, but I'm like, you're paying that dude. Like, I think we all hate the Carlson contract, but, like, Jones is making more. I love the Carlson Petrangelo's contract. making more. Eric Carlson's making more. Yeah. And he, like... I, I'm telling you this. I think that Carlson's contract is is by far the least of anybody's concerns because if you're looking at guys like Seth Jones who are basically getting paid nine million a night to let in four goals a night, um, it's like it's just so crazy how the defensive market has changed. And Petrangelo got like what we thought was like the biggest contract ever, and he hasn't really like been that kind of you know in St. Louis. Petrangelo was insane, and it was awesome to watch him. And I guess in the playoffs he played really well, but like. I've yet to see in the regular season where Petrangelo has been worth that money and has been worth it because as much as you want to say, well, the playoffs are where you make your money, like there's 82 games before that. And mm-hmm. if I'm paying a defenseman like $9 million a year like him to be like, okay, and then in the playoffs be good, I'm like, dude, like can you just like – like we're paying you so much money. Like <laughs> like can we just get a little bit more of that in the regular season so we can yeah. maybe be better? Yeah. I mean, I, like, I, I, when, when Carlson signed that contract, I was like, that's a good, that's a good one. I mean, it seems like a lot of sticker shock, like the first couple of years, but wait until, I mean, during that time was when the market for defensemen was just absolutely fucking a batshit crazy. Oh God, I mean, crazy. you know, that was when Eric Carlson was getting shopped around and things like that. Like, so I'm, I'm happy with it. I think that one thing that the, the, ca- the caps management does it, and has always done past two GMs is manage the business side really well. You know, we don't overpay goalies as much as that hurts to see Holtby walk, you know. Um, but we just don't do it. It's just something that the, that the, the business side of the, the team doesn't do. And, you know, we, we control our costs and then we have one or two players in which we'll give literally everything to. Like Leonsis may kill his first form for, for Ovechkin's extension, right? Like, so, and Ovi comes in and takes like a pretty team friendly deal, so yeah. I don't mind it. No, Ovechkin's deal is insane. I like I personally thought ten million, eleven million. I was like, this is gonna be tight. And then I saw nine point five for five years, and I was like, I was like, fuck it, man. Yeah, this dude, just rob this dude. This man is <laughs> the greatest goal scorer of all time, and he's making. He wanted twelve million or so last off season, and then this off season, it's like, oh, here, I'll just take nine point five. I was, I'm like, shit, man, let's do this. <laughs> well, like, he negotiated on his own, so that yeah, he had to take into account, which, which, is, is which saved rare. the team a ton like, of money. Like, Maxim did the same thing, I think. right? Like, yeah. even for, like European like, guys, usually they they get agents for this because, like, first and foremost, yeah. sometimes this isn't their first language, English, right. and second, most they want the most money possible because they want to help set up their like whole family and stuff. But yeah. Ovechkin was just like, oh, I was like, no, I got this, and I'm like. Yeah. Okay, like why not? Like let's do it. Because Mark Jackson is his own agent. Yeah, because no, that's Mark like Jackson's what that's ten percent right off the top. You'd have to think yeah, in his mom. contract, like you just take ten percent away if yeah. there's no agent involved. So, I yeah, mean, I believe Backstrom did the same thing. He did. He got he did. attention. Oh, that's he did, right. He did. He did. I remember he did. He did. Yeah, they yeah. talked about it. There was and a good was, video, and he was like talking about it. he was 
why he did it and stuff. But yeah, I mean, it uh, saved us all. It saved everybody money, honestly. Yeah, and, uh, Backy probably came out a little bit ahead on that. Yeah, but uh, but Polly, you got any you got any questions? Um, I don't know. Man. I was gonna add to the McMichael and Lapierre talk. I mean, I think it definitely is promising for the longevity because if they keep playing the way they're playing, it it shows that if one of the big guys does get hurt, I mean, I think they can play second line minutes. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just even more exciting. Yeah, and it, it's been a great start to the season. I mean, Ovi with a, a shorthanded goal and Kuzi playing penalty kill like this is just a whole new oh, or caps we haven't seen in a while. Right, and, um, you know, yeah, I don't know. I just I mean, I think I think that. the locker room knows the gravity of the situation when it comes down to like Ovi breaking the record and also like you know. It's not like it's not like they're shaving points here. It's it, yeah. they're they're like yeah, Ovi's success is our success too. So you know, let's let's score as many goals as we can, and that's how you you know typically win hockey games. So yeah. um, I I like it, man. I, I I'm so psyched for for this season. I'm definitely yeah. I was I was uh, you know when you hear Backstrom's out for a long term, uh, you know that's that's pretty. Uh, Harrowing, if you will. Nerve-wracking. Yeah. It's fucking my fantasy. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got to remember, we're with, still without Backstrom. So right. Yeah, like, you're looking at this well. offense doing what they do. Like, one of the biggest things, these people like the power play battle. Like, the power play, you know, Backstrom is so important to the power play. People don't right. realize how much he brings. Like, his passing IQ, his ability to see things around the ice that other guys can't. And also, his shot, which is really kind of sneaky at times. Like, putting pucks, like, on lasers from the point, you're like, what the hell? Right. Like, you would think that's Ovechkin doing that. Like, I remember, what was it, the 2010 playoffs against the Habs. Don't remember the rest of the series. Against, in game two overtime, Backstrom's goal for the hat trick. Like, he was, he was basically, like, on nearly his backhand holding the puck. And next thing you know, he just pulls it, and it goes, like, like a laser pass to lock, and you're like, how the fuck can this guy shoot the puck this well? Ovi and like, Ovi and Backstrom are similar in that sense. It's like they're so freaking good and generationally talented in one aspect of their game that, like, mm-hmm. another high point is so, like, you know, not paid attention to. It's like, you know, obviously Ovechkin, greatest goal scorer, greatest shooter of all time. He's a really freaking good passer. He made that one pass from his knees the other day. Yeah, he's, yeah. he, he's always been, I mean, even especially now, like later in his career, I think he's become even better of a passer. Yeah. But that yeah. gets overlooked and shied away from because of how good of a shooter he is. Same thing vice versa with Backstrom. You know, obviously he's probably the best passer the Caps have ever had. And, you know, he's he's got a good shot. It's just like it's, you know, it's so like overlooked and not so do, thought about. Because do you think that a Backstrom game. coming back is going to fuck the team chemistry up? Because, you know, I think no. everybody's, uh, you know, you see this a lot. So. I don't think so, but. I, I no, think I'm if it was, know. like, a guy that wasn't as integral to the team, like, if you would say, like, if this was Wilson out right now, it's possible. But, like, this is a guy who's been on this team nearly as long as Ovechkin and has been basically the same role every single time he's been in the lineup. I think it will definitely be interesting to see what they do with McMichael because because they have a year to put him back in there and not have to worry about waivers and whatnot. Uh, McMichael, I think, will stay up, and I think it'll become interesting what they want to do with him because, obviously, you have a kid who's 20. Do we keep him 
in and possibly move Eller down and Dowd out, or do we move him to the wing and move one of our wingers down? Because the other thing about our team is our wing core is, I've said this before, is probably one of the best in the NHL with how deep it is. Like they've got, they've got TJ Oshie, a dude who can easily be a first line guy on the third line and still performing pretty much the exact same yeah. on the third line. And that's pretty impressive in my opinion. It'll be interesting what they decide. I personally think that they can move him to the wing and he can still make an impact maybe do some like tandem system on the third line with um, Eller and him kind of exchanging face-offs and just playing their position separate. It'll be interesting. They probably already have a plan. I'm going to be 100% real, but it's not like they're not <laughs> thinking about this. They probably have an idea of what they want to do, but it's interesting that you, you call out the uh, going back down to the queue because uh, you know, without having to pass waivers, that is a big deal. Because yeah. we do want to keep that guy, obviously. Absolutely. We don't want to lose Lapierre. No but guy. we can't we can't sacrifice Backstrom for him. You no. know. <laughs> but but I think this is good. I mean, <laughs> honestly, this is the time that Backstrom needed to get healthy and the team's doing all right. Like, I think that that kind of – obviously, Backy's a competitor. He wants to be in there playing, I'm sure. But it's kind of nice to know that, you know, there's – We're in good hands. Yeah. That yeah. yeah, this could be a lot worse. We could have them both playing like complete ass right now. Um, and we're like, well, there goes our whole future just up in flames. Both of the two forwards we expected to be really good are ass. We're screwed. But they're both really good. We have and we have a good problem right now. Yeah. Exactly. This is yeah, the yeah. problem I'd rather have than to be and like, well, they're both yeah. kind of shit, so what do we do? Yeah, and, Absolutely. and like you asked about uh, Backstrom coming back, whether or not that's going to mess with the chemistry and what we've got going so far at that point. Um, I think another point, you know, like, like I agree with you. I don't think it's going to really mess things up. I think it will only benefit us. But I think part of my reasoning for that is, you know, Backstrom, when he comes back, it's not like he's going to be playing with, like, people he's never played with before. It's not like he's going to be – it's not like he's a new player we just signed and, like, we're throwing him into the mix and it's like, all right, here you here you got to be friends with them now. Right. You know, he's, he's going to be going back to either the first or the second line, and he's going to be playing with people that he's been playing with for at least a full season, every single one of them. You know, it's going to be either first line with, like, Ovechkin or Wilson – or the second line with players like Manta or Oshi or, you know, people he's played with before, you know. So I right. think he's going to fit well into wherever he ends up being put in right away back. Um, but that also makes you think how are, say, like our two and three Cs right now or whoever they're playing with, say if we move Eller back down, Eller's going to be going back down to play with people that he's played with before. McMichael, you know, I feel like no matter what line he plays on, I'm sure they're playing him in practice with everyone else here. You know, I mean, they're all getting practice minutes together. I feel like the the lines that they post to the Twitters, it's like, you know, they're they're pretty varied like each day. So I think Backstrom's going to fit in well wherever he goes back to. When Eller goes down to the third line or even the fourth line or however we work that out, Eller's been here quite a long time. He won a Stanley Cup here, game-winning goal. But, you know, I think he'll fit in wherever he goes back to and then I'm curious also to see how McMichael and LaPierre and all that shapes out, but absolutely, I definitely think there are a lot worse problems we could have. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, um, and, oh, go ahead, Jake. Yeah, and uh, I was gonna say I would rather have it happen, the injury problem happen early on than at the end of the season, like 100. Like, yeah, like after I think I tweeted that out when I everyone was freaking out about it. And I'm like, I would rather this happen now. Then end of the season where we're like maybe struggling again. Like playoffs. last year where everybody kept getting everyone was at the, at the end. And right. Year, and then like in the playoffs, it was like they just had to come back because it was playoff time. We it had to compete for the cup, and nobody was really I, playing that well. And yeah. like obviously, we, every, like 
when people heard Backstrom's out, maybe people didn't think we we're going to do that well. And now people are seeing that without Backstrom that we are playing pretty well. And I'm sure it gets people excited for when he does come back. We're getting, you know, like you said, we usually limp into the playoffs near the end. Right. Hopefully, this will help, this, hopefully this will help, you know, you know, help our Absolutely. record near the end of the season and not, not, you know, play down to competition like we usually do near the end of the season. So, right. Well, Paul, you have anything else? Yeah, just, uh, you know, Ovi's <clears throat> six goals away from moving up and seven from becoming number four. How quick do you think he'll, uh, he'll get to that? Ooh. Six How quick will he get seven goals? Yeah. Three Next games. Game Next three games? <laughs> you said, you said six, right? Game. Next game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, six I think goals. ten. He'll get it in ten games. Ten games. Oof. Realistically, yeah, it's, I think seven, like seven or eight, because oh. how hot he's been to start the season. Yeah. Obviously, Kuznetsov's been really good, so that's going to impact it a lot. If they both yeah. keep playing really well, I mean, shit, if they keep playing like this the whole season, there's a good chance Ovi would just go right along with them and be really good. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I uh, think realistically, comrades, be somewhere around ten games. Ten. Um, yeah. So ten. You, you I think it could be a couple more. I I think that. Like who do we have up next? Um, um Detroit, Detroit, somewhere in there. Um, yeah, we thought Ottawa as well. Ottawa. He's dropping a Hattie against the Sens tomorrow. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, he, he definitely has. I think, I, shit up. Right, right. I think how many goals he scores in these next two games is going to be a big deciding factor in how quick he gets that. Yeah. If he could put up yeah. at least one goal in each of those games, then I think it could be. In, I, I bet he throws a multi-goal game in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're coming up with that. Ottawa, we're playing what? We're playing Detroit and Ottawa. Ottawa. What's and, really impressive? And Zona. We, we got Zona. Arizona. And Arizona. We play Arizona three times. Shit, that's like 10 goals. That's like 10 goals. There's three. Also, who else has a bad goalie situation, man? Who else? Oh, um, what's their name? Fuck, I can't, I well, Buffalo's got an old Craig, old Craig Anderson. Old Craig, hey, <laughs> I need Buffalo to score more games, bro. Bro, <laughs> if, if he doesn't score a game, a goal per game against fucking Buffalo, I am seriously questioning if we're ever going to catch Gretzky because Gretzky—they're starting Craig fucking. In. I love Craig Anderson, great person, amazing guy. His story's great. Not a good goaltender. Um, he is definitely not a good goaltender anymore. Um. But we need to be scoring goals like that. He needs to be scoring goals against Craig Anderson. Like, if you're going to circle counters, like, all right, this is when I got to score. He's got to be like, Craig Anderson's bald-ass head. You're getting domed by three pucks in this game. Good luck. He's got he's got to take advantage of the easier yeah. matchups in Absolutely. his schedule. He can't he do this. putting up a goal against teams out. like Arizona and, like, the Senators, you know, just bottom of the barrel teams. He's got to right. take advantage of that. Right. Sabres Twitter was after my head the other day. <laughs> He like not happy. <laughs> your take was like one of those takes that like uh, tell me you don't know hockey. Dude, no, 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 about hockey. Yeah, uh, apparently the average age of Buffalo Twitter is fifty. That makes Boy, sense. Yeah. Wow, I believe it. Yeah, uh, but I would. That was fun. All right, well, you boys got any questions for us? Got a thing. Uh, yeah, me too. Um, how'd you how'd you guys start your podcast? Just like out of college hockey, like how how did it become? So this was the Hockey Troll podcast back in the day. <clears throat> um, and we were just, you know, doing the thing. Uh, we weren't very big on Twitter. And so I was with another person uh, at this point. And we started this. We did it for like a couple years and, and just kind of shot the, you know, 
got better as we went, honed our craft, mm-hmm. if you will, and then, uh, you know, figured out the technology side. And then one day we got a DM from, uh, Dylan Kaiser, uh, and he's one of the creators at the Hockey Podcast Network. And he was like, Hey, we like your, uh, like your show. We, you want interested in joining this network. We've got the caps left. He gave us like a list of teams and the caps were like still available. And we were both caps fans. And I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Like we might as well. Like let's do it. Um, so yeah, actually, uh, THPN courted us. So we were, we were, we were OG at that point. Um, you know, and then first season of, with the, with the network, we created Caps Chirp and, uh, me and the guy I was doing it with, you know, parted ways. And I was like, I gotta, gotta ask Polly because, you know, we're friends. We were friends and, and, you know, I needed another host. And luckily he said yes and agreed to deal with me for a few hours every week. Yeah. And, and this is how we, uh, how we get it going, man. So. I'm still waiting on a Twitter follow back from Polly, but oh. we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> did I not? I thought I did. <laughs> bro, you know what? bro, he he does this every single day. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to we'll have to get it. We'll have to get all you guys on. So uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll we'll be doing the Twitter follows. But speaking of that, um, as we wrap up here, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media? Eric, you go first. Um, can, they can see watching our our names, right? Yeah, yeah, but, but remember, yeah. we're we're gonna this. I think that the, the majority of our our viewership comes from listens, so okay, definitely want to tell them. Yeah, so um, so my name's Eric. You know, uh, also known as EA. Some friends call, but uh, my Twitter ad is TJ Bloshi. <laughs> at TJ Bloshi, I, I came up with that like right after making my hockey Twitter, and I, <laughs> you know, I stuck with that. But yeah, TJ. B L O W S H I E. Yeah. Nice. Um, would appreciate a follow. I'll follow back. Follow the podcast Twitter. Um, our podcast Twitter is uh, Pizzas Here Pod. Um, is anybody going to What's up? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll add Wills. But uh, yeah, um, over at our podcast, I'm sure we'll have you know the Cab Strip Boys over at some point on one of our episodes. You know, we'd love that. But uh, we've been posting like once every week, once every two weeks, you know, just as the uh, season goes. But we look forward to having more guests. We've had uh, Joe Beninati, the Cavs, you know, broadcaster we all know and love on our show at the end of last season. And then we had Samantha Pell, the Washington Caps, Washington Post beat writer on our second episode of this season. So uh, we look forward to getting more n- nice guests and uh doing stuff like this, appearing on other people's shows. Uh, you know, again, we're grateful for this opportunity. So thank you for that. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for coming. But, uh, yeah, give us, give us a follow, give us a listen. And, uh, we always like feedback. We always like interacting with our listeners. So, you know, the yep. more the merrier. But, uh, yeah, I'm Jake. All my ads are my, is just Jake Wayman. I didn't, I don't have a caps pun in my name. I started my, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Find me there. Listen to the podcast on Spotify. That's where you can find us and listen to us. You um, don't have to have an account, and you don't have to have premium. You can just click on the link and yep. go through there. there it go. works the same. Uh, I tweet random shit all the time. Whatever. <laughs> find me at <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, whatever. It's all my ads. Joe, go ahead. Uh, you can find me at uh, Soto Lamar King, as in Soto, as in Juan Soto Lamar, as in Lamar Jackson, and King, as in both those men. Um, 
I don't have a Caps uh, at. I used to be Capitals owner, but uh, because Ted Leonis has never stolen, so I was like, fuck it. Um, <laughs> but now I'm just Soto Lamar King, and uh, if you want to follow me there, you can. I tweet about anything and everything on God's green earth because at this rate, it's the only place where people listen to me. Um, and is here. Yeah, like I said, okay, well, they don't listen to me there. The point is, is you want to listen to our podcast, obviously, he said, come listen to it. It's fun. It's awesome. If I had to recommend an episode for people to watch, for sure. Season one, episode eight. Season one, episode eight, but also season one, episode one is my favorite. We had, we had, listen to that episode. It is the greatest. It gets you, it gets you indoctrinated into what we're about. Kidding. But it's, it's really a fun episode. We have fun with our friend Noah who just makes some, I'll just say some risky tweets. Um, <laughs> pretty famous. Not as no. Honestly, I think Xavier is past him. Xavier, Xavier, bro. I don't know what's gotten new. Yeah, <laughs> someone gave someone gave him Photoshop for free, and he went off. <laughs> that was a mistake. But yeah, just follow the podcast, give us a listen, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. Yeah. We have one more member, and I do want to get his at in here. Um, it's Will, or I think it's at John Carlson Gang. Is that what? Yeah, I mean? Carlson Gang. Yeah, he's an, our final member. He couldn't make it tonight. Obviously, he has a date, and hopefully, it's going well. Uh, hopefully still go well. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, go let's go well. Making well. life, like making life moves. Um, <laughs> collegiate Rocket League player Will, absolutely, <laughs> bro. He's one of the best. Uh, if you want to follow him, he doesn't tweet as much as the rest of us, but he definitely is active at times. And if you want to watch the podcast, he's in pretty. I think he's in almost every episode except for he's the in first every one. episode except for that first one. Yeah, so, the first yeah. one he could. He's make. a full, full member, full time member, full time great guy, full time horns. Lover, uh, horns down. Will, horns down. Go. Horns down. Um, <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, that's all four of us. If you want to come check out our, our podcast, check out our medias, we'll hit you up and be a great time. What are you doing? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Let's go, go ears, ears, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, all right. Hey, I apologize. I followed you back on Cap's chirp and I didn't realize uh, I didn't on mine, but I'm following <laughs> all of you now. There we go. go. Good stuff. All right, boys. Well, hey, Good thanks stuff. again for for coming on. I'm glad glad we were able to collab. You know, we love doing this yeah. stuff with with especially Caps fans because we don't often Absolutely. being on this network yeah, get cool. a lot of time to collab with actual Caps fans because we're always like, well, I guess we should bring on the Pittsburgh guys and you know talk shit to them. You know, so. Yeah. Um, Thanks a lot for coming on. Uh, we'll definitely no have to collab in the future. You know, just DM us, man. We'll we'll be ready for it. Um, Absolutely. But, uh, but Caps fans, thanks for tuning in on this Thursday episode. If you uh, you know follow these guys, they're good shit. And um, until next time, Hockey Troll, Poly Cupcakes, and Pizza's Here podcast signing off. Hey, Caps fans, thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Troll podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle, at Caps Chirp, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network, at Hockey Podnet on social, and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore. <laughs>